Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Man, if somebody named August had sex with my wife, I would be so upset. That's devastating. It really is. But like a February, I, he could hit it. But August. <laughs> he sounds like a fun guy. Yeah, February, I'll see her. <laughs> February, I'll see her having sex with my wife, and I'm rooting for her. Yeah, I'm for that. I'm for that. But no August. It's too... Ugh. That's when school starts. Get out of here. <laughs> Bang, 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 skeet, skeet, skeet. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal episode of My Mama Told Me. The podcast where we dive deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Lawrence Fishburne may be Lawrence in the streets, but he's Larry in the sheets. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's still still Pee Wee Herman's uh, mailman in them goddamn sheets. Wasn't he Cornbread in that movie, Earl Cornbread and Me, when he was like a little boy? Oh, I hope so. I don't yeah. know. They called him Larry <laughs> Finn. Yeah, that was, he's Cornbread. Yeah, he used to go by Larry, and then he, he made some money, and he's like, I'm Lawrence now. Yeah, Larry is a broke dude. Yeah, you can't be Larry and win Oscars. You know what I mean? Larry owns no jewelry. <laughs> Well, I'm your host, Langston Kerman. And I'm David Borey. And we're we're excited. This is this is gonna be another Langston and David extravaganza. This is I know. A goddamn party. But we'll have some guests later, but for now, I understand a lot of you out there feeling like this. How is my man supposed to schmeet his meat with this shit, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, for those of you that that don't realize this, <laughs> Bori is now in charge of the uh, of the sound pad, so it's going to be a real different energy, I think, for for the effects from now on. <laughs> you got what I need. I'm trying to. Fuck. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna play it loose and fast, baby. 
It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't fuck around today. No. If I can get serious for a second. We can't <laughs> fuck around today because because today we're going to take on a topic that I would say might be one of our most difficult topics as of late, certainly. We've we've had some challenging topics on this podcast, but none quite as challenging as this one as of late. I don't know how. Are you excited for this? Is this something you're looking forward to? I feel like I am at the beginning of an entanglement. Mm. I feel like it's like I'm excited, but also I don't think my wife is going to like this. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but at least in this situation, you're the entangler. You're not being you're not the entanglee. Oh, I was always going to be the entangler from way back. Oh, good for you. Did you think, do you think of yourself as an entangler? My fear is that that'll eventually be my, my fate. You know what I mean? Is getting entangled by a lady with a fade and I just got to accept this, you know? Oh, she's going to have a fade? I, I feel like every, listen, as soon as my wife had a baby, she cut her hair. And oh, I feel no. like eventually you get enough kids in and it just, it gets shorter and shorter. And what, right. do, what am I going to be like? You got split in half. Keep all your hair where it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you find that you like the fade better? I really liked when my wife cut her hair. I thought it was really pretty. That said, I don't know that I'm ready for, for what Jada be doing. You know what I mean? Oh, the yeah. I I feel like... I feel like there are certain angles maybe that it would feel negligible. Mm. Does that make sense? I think so. Because she's so strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got those those hard shoulders. And- yeah, and they're kind of broad. Like it feels like it feels like maybe you maybe like a like a like a short buff teen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see those you see those rugged shoulders and and that strong taper and you're like, yeah. uh, sir, are you in line or, or yeah, or can I cut ahead of you? <laughs> Wait a minute, that's my wife. <laughs> yeah, what? What are you doing at this Nike town? But we're both getting forces. And it turns out shopping with August, August Alcina is what she's doing at that Nike town. <laughs> Uh, today's topic, what we'll be discussing, My Mama Told Me. The original descendants of Israel were black. And and before we get started, let me begin <laughs> by saying, I know a, a gentleman by the name of Nicholas Cannon got himself in a, a lot of hot water around this subject. And we we plan to be considered and careful as we as we broach this. I don't want us getting in any Nick Cannon trouble. Certainly not being anti-Semitic, even more not impregnating lots and lots of women. We have to be strategic. Listen, I am smarter than Nick Cannon, so I think we're going to do okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you remember that rant of his, it was stupid. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bright rant. No, it was like, oh, you heard another dude who is also stupid but more confident than you mm-hmm, say this, mm-hmm. and you decide, <laughs> like, you could tell he hadn't thought it out. He just said exactly what he heard some dude say to him. Yeah, I think that's right. You know what I'm saying? It felt like not only was he just repeating it, 
but he was repeating it in a in that way where you're like trying to skim past the parts you don't quite have a hold of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just mm-hmm. sort of rushing along in that middle section that that dude had said a lot more about, and he mm-hmm. was wrong. But he, he at least like had it all nailed down. Yeah, there was no there was no sense to it. He just said melanin a lot. I feel like he said it a lot of times. Yeah. And that's how you know somebody's lying. Yeah, he was. And then he started making up words like the anti-melanated. And it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't think they're like against it as much as just uh, no, without it. <laughs> it could grow. Whatever, man. Let's get into this. I don't want to. Th- I feel like we do so many Nick Cannon societies, And I don't think he's worth our time. <laughs> of all the all that alumni to focus on you not know nick cannon. not nick cannon keenan's built a life for himself keenan's got a good life kel kel's doing good Ke- yeah amanda biden seems to be doing interesting things she's doing better it seems like she hit a good bounce back exactly Lori beth thinberg i can only hope that she's living a life <laughs> i don't know where she is. <laughs> she i'll say this she's only brought uh light to the project she's worked on. Yes. Fucking Steve Harvey show. She was phenomenal in Steve Harvey show. I don't think, I think everybody was phenomenal in Steve Harvey show. I don't think that show gets enough credit. It it didn't have a single dud in the, in the bunch. All hitters. They had a kid named Bullethead. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, stop. If the show was just Bullethead and yeah. friends, I would have watched it anyways. I would have tuned in. I get sick of people putting Moesha up on the thing and leaving Steve Harvey out. No, Steve Harvey's show was objectively better than Moesha, but, you know. I think it's top four black shows of all time. Whoa, four. I put it in the top four. I put it in the top four. So I'm going to go so far as to presume Fresh Prince and Martin. Yes. And then what's that third for you? See, this is where it gets controversial. Uh For me? Yeah. Living single. Okay, I like that answer. Good answer. Friends before friends. Good answer. I'm I'm not mad at that as an answer. Four people showed the whole black diaspora, all different kinds of people into different kinds of shit, living their life in the city, unencumbered by money. Some were working class. Some were white collar. Very funny throughout. Mm -hmm. You know, people with questionable morals. Regine was a bad person. Yeah. Like straight, straight up. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't great. No, and then fourth is Steve Harvey show. Wow. Well, listeners, if you take issue with that, write scathing emails. Come to, for me to my uh, mymamapod at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. I'll take on any challengers in an open debate. But more importantly, we we have to jump into this. Let's just start in the Oof. easy conversation. Yeah, How familiar just... are you with the? Black Hebrews, the Black Israelites. Uh, I have seen them in public. Mm-hmm. I have watched uh, numerous YouTube interviews. I once auditioned for one on a television show. <laughs> I don't have a lot of... I don't have... I'm not close to this side of the movement, to yeah. be honest, because it sounds super made up. I've seen a lot of questionable memes... Whoa. Like, you remember when Ice Cube dropped all those memes? Yeah, he... Like, that kind of thing, where I'm like, I don't think... he Like, much like Nick Cannon, where I'm like, I don't think you know what you're talking about either. Yeah, he's a motherfucker that dabbles. 
not so much, I think, specifically with the black Israelites as he is like, a, like there's a, a culture inside of Hotepery that is just like picking and choosing mm-hmm. the the sort of like classics from everybody's little subsects. Right. Because even like, I think with this one, I understand how there is the case that life originated in Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody started out as black people. Yep. But I don't know how long they were black for. <laughs> is that, like, is that crazy? Does that make sense? Wait, are you asking if they like, if they just had like a couple weeks as black before they transitioned into some other shit? I like, don't know how long it takes a hog to go feral. I don't right. know how many generations it takes <laughs> a black body to get white. What a beautiful way to say that, because I agree the whites are feral and the blacks are the the good classic hogs of this story. No, I thought it was a nuanced take. Yeah. Uh, how 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 deep are you? Is this close to your heart? Are you into this? I'm not. Well, into it. Absolutely not. I'm not into it. How dare you? How dare you, sir? Uh, <laughs> You're not going to entrap me, motherfucker. I know how this works. All right. Fair, fair. But I will say that that I, for a big portion of my adult life, have only seen them and sort of understood them to be sort of like these. Not these to cut people. you off, overstood. Oh, I've over, excuse me. <laughs> I've overstood them to be. And some of this is, I think, largely rooted in the way that they're presented to us as like this violent sort of like uh, almost like extremist group. Do you know what I mean? That like that's what it gets pitched as is that I don't think that they're violent. I think they are for sure an extremist group. Mm. Why would they not be? And how do you qualify extremist in this? I think Westboro Baptist Church is an extremist group. I think if you take any of the major like. What are we talking? Abrahamic religions, right? If you take any of those, anything that's like far left or right of the basic church is extremist, right? Mm. Like, I don't think that. I And I don't even know what these What are. Are they Jewish? Are they saying they're Jewish? Well, that's a great question. And it sort of requires a little bit of nuance. If you ask them, they would not say that they're Jewish but part of that is because they consider Judaism or or that Jewish label rather to be the label of the people sort of usurping their actual like identity right so they think that they are the chosen tribe and that the Jewish people took over and are oppressing them yeah, it's almost like, and and I've read. I don't this know what few, to do with my hands when we talk about this. Yeah, I think you keep them <laughs> to your side. You don't want you don't want your hands involved because then it's too emphatic, and now you're now yeah. you're uh, now you're a bigot. You know? I don't want to be an extremist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think what they've they've largely sort of done is say that the current Jewish people or Israeli people that that are like living in Israel are the temporary sort of like people in place for their land. So it's not that they're saying like... Isn't uh, that what everybody says about that land? 
And that's where they become really fascinating for me, right? Is that like, while I recognize that there are sort of like extremist interpretations of what they're doing in their positioning, it's not that far off from what, to your point, everybody does with that same territory. They go, we were the original people that belong here. We deserve our land back. We deserve sort of like King Dick Daddy title. Right. So are they, so if they, cause, okay, I don't, I don't, I need a better understanding. There was like nine tribes of Israel or some shit like that. I think it was 10. There's 10 lost tribes of Israel. But the ones that we know as the modern day Jewish people are the chosen tribe. Uh, that is what they would say. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Very diplomatic. And the black Hebrew Israelites claim that they are not the chosen, that that is not the chosen, that they, in fact, black people are the chosen tribe. That is that is also what they would say. Yes, that they they believe themselves to be the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then ultimately that those 10 lost tribes. Right. But aren't we stupid is not a word I'm going to use ever again in this podcast. Uh Oh, uh, no, I just don't. Are there a lot of black people there? In Israel currently? Yes. I don't think so, but or I think previously? there's probably more. There's probably more than we think. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but it's, that's how it is everywhere, right? You go to Wichita, you're like, oh, shit, there's a lot of Yeah. But I wouldn't say that black people run Wichita. No, I, I wouldn't say that either. And if a black person was like, <laughs> we run Wichita, I'd be like, good for you for big upping yourself and, yeah. and having that kind of self-esteem. Listen, rep your city. I... <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> what did they say happened to all the black people in Israel? Well, I think in in the same way that like black people were were displaced across the the globe, I think that they they believe that to be true of their own sort of like lineage, right? That like they were moved out of this land because of racial bias and hatred and various, you know, religious groups sort of taking over the place the same way that the Jews were forced out of their land and then later returned. So it's I mean, not... when? When did it happen? Yeah, there's like... History is... There's like... That's like the oldest area, area of documented history, right? Right. That's And that's part of their argument is that like, yo, that whole time you're reading the Bible and Moses is being like you know, we got to get out of here. And then they go wander the desert for 40 years and shit that those were, were black people. Oh, they're saying Moses was black. They're part of their argument or part of the, the, the thing that they try to use to legitimize their argument is there are, there are Bible scriptures apparently that point to the fact that like Moses took like a, a Ethiopian wife. And like that there were like real black people in this shit that just don't get acknowledged. Where is that that it says that? Hey, big dog, I'm merely repeating back <laughs> what I read. I am not. And again, no Nick Cannon. That's that's what we're doing. I am right. not validating this. I am I am merely communicating what I understand to be true from their own shit. I also hate this shit because if you truly believe in the laws of Abraham and shit like that. Does it really matter what race it was? Mm, okay. Like if, you, if, if, if it's all about, like, 
especially if you believe in the covenant of the New Testament. Isn't it all about just like why did, does it does it actually matter? Damn, you went with all Jews matter, and I like that. I like See? that you. <laughs> Are you listening, Hollywood? <laughs> Looks like old Bory gets to keep his job next week. <laughs> I work for everybody. No, uh, but right, like, what is what is the point? What is what is the point of it? I think in the same way that so many of the things that we deal in are about acknowledgement and about sort of like equality and and sort of like a more, I guess, uh, fucking fair approach to what was given and taken and, and claimed and not claimed. They're calling for the same thing. That like, so do they want the land? They want the uh, land Yes, back. that is 100% what they want. So then to get the land, you're also saying that it's, primarily black you're not just claiming that there were black people there you're saying it was a majority so much so that black people related to it as their land yes no they're saying this was our shit y'all came in and took it from us we want our shit back and where were the arab people in all this that's not their problem they said but we want is, the shit <laughs> but isn't this like the heart of where they their origin stories are because we're kind of from a little bit further south if we're talking about where people, right? But then it go, I don't know the science on how long, it, how long does it take in that Arab sun to take you from a black to an Arab? <laughs> it's hard to know, but I'll tell you this. They're not doing that part of the math. That's 100% certain. They're telling you this was their shit. It got taken. They want it back. End of discussion. Okay, I can we go to can we go to a break? I gotta think about this first. Yeah, we should take a break. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yeah! Fuck yeah! We miss you, Axe. <laughs> we're back. We're back with. We're back. Just talking more shit about the possibilities that that the Israelites were originally black. That that these black Hebrews are not just uh, angry men in matching tall tees, but in fact speaking a a certain truth out into the world. I I have another question. Yep. I don't want I don't want this to sound like I'm anti-black Hebrew Israelite though either. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know that I I feel passionately in either direction. I just don't. How did how did how did they get the game then? Who passed it on to how do they like it's like it, if this is a secret or a great cover up are they like a fraternal order of people who have like have they been like the guardians of this secret over like like in that nick cage movie like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like are they the knights of templar templar is that that's i i think it's a it's a very valid question i don't know that i can answer it with nick cage uh, uh metaphor but i think i can get okay, that's fair. to some of its origin so the black hebrew israelites were originally founded or at least the the first church of this version of of faith, right, was founded in the late 19th century when okay. uh, this dude Frank Cherry and this other dude William Saunders Crowdy both claimed to have revelations from God that proclaimed African Americans to be the true descendants of the Hebrews. So this is like late 1800s that these motherfuckers right. are doing this. Twin visions. They had twin visions. Yes, yeah, separate but equal twin visions. <laughs> Uh, that basically God was like, hey, dog, all these black people, they from Israel. Is this in the States or is this abroad? This is in the States, which call it crazy or not. Good for these motherfuckers for having the audacity. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's and what I like the most is audacity just in life. This was like a week after slavery. And they're like, hey, you, you know, know Jews ain't real. <laughs> You gave me the freedom to say whatever I want. All right, let's test out our <laughs> let's test out freedom for real, America. That's a that's a bold fucking statement to come out with at that point in in time. It makes me like them more that this is at the top of like. <laughs> were they? Are they from? And I don't don't judge me for asking this. I assume they're from New York. No, weirdly, I, if I'm not mistaken, one of them was from really? like uh, like Kansas or some shit. It what? was, yeah, they were they were out here doing it in in the heartland. Do you know what I mean? Like they really okay. were about their shit. 
Because that 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 has not that tradition has not survived. No, not at all. Like you you can't just be out here saying wild shit like that in in fucking Kansas. But they they started it. Are they international or is it only in America? So I think, and and that's a great question. I, I will I'll, I'll start by saying that the the first Black Hebrew Church, Church of the Living God, the pillar ground of truth for all nations. It is a long title for a church. Was founded in 1886. That was the original church, and then that dude uh, Crowdy ended up founding his church ten years after that. But it all sort of like then blew up in a very sort of like, it gained a lot of traction very quickly, this this argument to the point that they started, I think at one point had uh, one of the individual churches had accumulated 40,000 members nationwide, like all across the United States, 40,000 people were bought in to the, the Black Hebrew Israelites doctrine. Damn. Yeah, it's a lot of motherfuckers. Okay, so it is big. Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, I was just riding down the street uh, in L.A. and I saw a bunch of them yeah, posted the, up outside and it's 112 degrees. So full robes on. Yeah. Here's my and it's also like, I guess if you think about it, it's not even necessarily like exclusionary. Like you could be a white black Hebrew. All you're all Ooh. they're asking for is. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, intervene here. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> I look, I hate to cut you off there, buddy, but no, absolutely, you cannot. In fact, it's at the core of a lot of what they believe is the white people can't be over here. <laughs> okay, I was overstepping my boundaries. Uh, so... <laughs> Because <laughs> the reason I said that is so the basic is just they just believe that black people were there first, but th what do they believe about other races then? So there are some like subsects it seems like that that embrace the possibility that uh, Latino people can also have been from Israel and they were also sort what? of like displaced in all of this. What? Yeah, I. Again, I'm merely reporting here, but it seems like... Do they believe in Pangea lasted longer than we think as well? Because otherwise, that's a crazy migration. Like, you see where Latinos are, and then you see where that is. Yeah, it's not pretty close. That's like up across the land bridge, right? That's the only way you could... I mean, I guess in theory, maybe like they got moved to Spain and then the Spaniards then, you know, but then that's that's not as much the same thing because those no, people that's were, different people. yeah, they were raping and pillaging, not, yeah. not just uh, being displaced. Are the Latinos seafaring? Are they a seafaring people? Um, I truthfully I... don't know if Puerto Ricans can swim. I'm not trying to say. <laughs> I do not know. And I don't want to sound. Well, I'm not going to start guessing today. I, <laughs> if you're Puerto Rican and you can swim, let us know at uh, mymamapod at gmail.com. Or if I you believe can. you can. I understand. Or I can't, if that's okay with you. I'm not taking any sides on this argument. I'm just trying trying to get clarity for we my own We just need sake. to know. I just don't know <laughs> if Latinos swim like that. There's not a lot of y'all on the U.S. swim team, so we're, we're ignorant. But there's a lot of way. them on islands. Yeah, that's true. Which, which could crazy. be it that could be promising, right? Because then you swam, you you got there, 
Or it could be some Moana shit where it's like, oh, we don't leave this island. We. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? What a sweet movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so they hate white people, though. Yeah, they are. that, And that is part of where the. But wouldn't the, they hate the, the people who took Israel? Well, they, they hate them most specifically, but, but they are generally anti-white. Because the white people gave Israel to them. Yeah, and they it's part of what makes this such a complicated argument, right, is that, like, uh, in a lot of ways, the black Hebrews of America have been called black supremacists. They've been labeled as hate groups, terrorists. And uh, the head of the KKK once remarked that they are the black counterpart to the KKK, that, like, literally their level of extremism inside of their hatred is on par with Ku Klux Klan shit. But that's also him giving a compliment. I think we're taking that out of context. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I see you. Brother. Yeah, game recognized game. <laughs> Two sides of the same court. And just because it's a compliment from a bad man doesn't make it not a compliment. Oh, yeah. Murderer can't find you attractive? Like, grow up. Yeah, you got it. The world's complicated. Don't do that. Uh, but, okay. So they hate white people. And they hate white Jewish people. Jewish people. Uh, they hate they hate a lot of groups and they're very outspoken. Uh, in fact, part of and maybe you remember this, there was that that sort of like viral incident that transpired in 2019, I want to say, where that that white kid was harassing that Native American person at the Capitol. They all had on the MAGA hats. They're being sort of like that. pieces of shit while he's just sort of protesting for equality and, and sort of like land reassignment, all of that shit. Part of the argument that that white person claims transpired, and I think that boy was a piece of shit. Let me not bite my tongue anywhere in this. Part of the argument that that piece of shit young man had inside of that was that he was being harassed by a group of black Israelites nearby who were calling them the F word, crackers and all kinds of wild shit thus provoking the sort of like tensious reaction that that we saw on video. So he got scared, though, and then he ran to the that guy because he was afraid of the black Hebrew Israelites. I, it sounds like the argument was that the Native American dude was with the black Israelites and and that they were all kind of like and there isn't that's also another group that they believe could have been descended from Israel is like Native Americans, African-Americans, Latinos all could have potentially been born of Israel and were displaced. Everyone they, except for the people who we know who, to have originated there. Pretty much, yeah. They'd be like, "Was that a Cambodian dude?" Yeah, he was. He was probably Israeli. Yeah, but these Jewish people, no way. Nah, big dog. No, I don't like this anymore. What do they think about <laughs> Asians? What do they think about Asians? They don't really talk about them a lot, but I can't imagine they have like fond feelings for them yeah they gotta have feelings of on china emerging as a superpower yeah and i will say that that at the core of some of what also gets them labeled as this terrorist group or this sort of not so much terrorist but certainly like sort of like domestic violent terror you know sort of like organization is their takes on american governing and capitalism like they're real anti sort of like capitalists or anti a lot of the these sort of like roots of American values, which subsequently makes the government be like, no, 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 we don't fuck with y'all. 
is capitalism a root of American value? I guess it is. It's like, yeah, I don't think we get so America without in. without it. Right. We went from a monarchy and then we were like, hey, we ain't doing that no more. Whoever can make money gets money. Yeah. Tommy Jeff, show them how it's done. <laughs> and then, you know. <laughs> Wait, so then my question becomes, besides capitalism, what at the core of America? Because it's, it seems like a very American institution, right? Like, Well, they're... they're I think pretty anti-American in their in their belief system, but they're rooted in America for sure. Complicated. Yeah, and then this is where it gets more complicated because See, if are, they had a system in place, maybe they could do a birthright trip. Well, okay, I'm glad you brought that up because this is where it gets crazy. Is that there is in fact a subsect of the the black Hebrew Israelites. There's this one dude who was based out of Chicago who basically decided, oh, Ben Ami, Ben Israel. That was not his original name, but you recognize what happened here. But he basically like got a bunch of African, he started this church called the African Hebrew Israelites of Jerusalem. And then he got a bunch of black people from like Chicago, basically, to move to Israel and challenge claim for the land. Wow. Yeah. Is he continuing to offer black birthright? Because I say we take this show on the road. But that's where it gets fucking nuts, right? Is that they show up and they go, yo, we're Jews. Or we're not Jews. We're Israelites. Let us the fuck in. Give us rights to our land. And they're antagonizing the Jewish people and sort of like making things difficult, quote unquote, for the people that live there. But the Israeli government is put in this really weird, difficult position because they're like, fuck, fuck. We don't want them here. But we can't just kick them out because they're black. These motherfuckers are saying they're they're the same as us. Like, it's easy to kick out a bunch of Palestinians. Them motherfuckers don't want to be like us. But the fucking, the black people being like, we're the same is, that's fucking up our shit. We're kind of saying we're more you than you. Yes, exactly. It's sort of like they're like, we're the real Jews. You guys are just play Jewing. I don't know about that term. I don't think that's the no, term. and you shouldn't use that word anymore. I'm not going to say it ever again. <laughs> but it, it's this is where it gets even crazier. Is that like first he shows up with like a pretty small group, and the Israeli government's like ah whatever. Then he gets like 39 more people to randomly show up, and then the government's like hold up, bro, what the fuck, what the fuck is happening here? And then he gets like another 40 something people to show up, and the government's like fuck, okay. And then they have to let them in because a lot of those people are claiming that their family is already living there. And so they have to like, you know, it's like a rule that like basically safe passage type shit. And and then they're worried that like the U.S. government might retaliate because they're being mean to Americans. These are U.S. US citizens. These are U.S. citizens. And then on top of that, they don't want to be labeled racist, especially in the face of what the rest of the international sort of community believes about Israel already. So they just sort of like let these people be. And then... As a sort of show of faith, what they try to do is they go, hey, look, we get it. You're saying you're Israeli. What if you just uh, because you can't prove birthright, right? No. The, the way you prove birthright is to either have a mother who is right, descended. Right, matrilineal. So you yeah, already you, are out. You either, your mother has to be proven to be Jewish or on the other side of it, you c- convert to Judaism. You You are sort of like you just openly go 
I am converting. I'm a part of this now. This is my full, like, I'm, I'm in this shit. But that doesn't give birthright, right? Yeah, that's to get birthright. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so they go, bro, we get it. Y'all are, y'all are coming in hot. Just convert. Just convert to Judaism and we'll let y'all stay. We won't put up no more smoke around this shit. And, and Ben and his people go, fuck no. We not converting to that shit because we're the original Jews in the first place. If we do that, then it's basically being like all our shit is fake and y'all are the real thing. And we had to, to bow the knee to you and we ain't doing that. This is, so I'm of two minds. Yeah. <laughs> Mine one, I, I respect it. I love the hubris. Mine two is like, it's so delusional. <laughs> like, what are you, how, how did, how was this going to go in your, you were going to take 50 people to Jerusalem, and then they were going to be like, here you go. What did you possibly think was going to, with no proof, they have no proof, though, of any type. No, and they showed up with enough people for, like, a Pro Bowl game. Like, it's not like they they had, like, thousands upon thousands, although that is the claim that they say is coming, but but no, it's weird. Yeah, I man, listen, I want to get behind this. Don't get me wrong. I love a story about the black man is God, but this is like delusional. <laughs> it's like they're being, it's like, because they, they also seem to have no proof. Yeah. That, and that's the hardest part is that a lot of their proof is just pointing to specific scriptures and being like, yo, it says right here that this person was black, thus proving our entire ownership of this body of land. And it's like, Hey man, I'm not disagreeing with you, but that ain't definitive enough to make anybody agree with you. And that's not a direct... Listen, the Black diaspora is large. That doesn't... There aren't... They're making Black people seem like a much smaller group than it is. No, it's a pretty big group. (laughs) (laughs) Small in America, but it's pretty big everywhere else. Overall, it's a really big group. Enough so that I don't think it's like, it's a big enough group that you can't just be like, that guy's black. I'm related to him. Yeah. And and certainly not. That guy's black. Give him your land. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like, I think it makes me think that maybe they don't have a good hold on maybe the size of black people throughout the, you know what I mean? It's just so like. And everything yeah. is so circumstantial. Like, I want it. I want it. Listen, I want to yell at white people wearing purple in the streets as well. <laughs> but it I, seems like a good life. Yeah, it does. Man, that righteous anger feels so good. But I, I, I just can't get behind it. I, I'll give you this last little tidbit before we go to to our next break, but but this is worth noting, and, and this sort of, I was reminded of this as you talk about wanting to, to sort of commit to what they have going on. Part of what they teach is sort of like this weird cherry picking of the essential parts from a bunch of different religious texts. So, right. so they use the Talmud, parts of the Bible, particularly the New Testament of the Bible they're real into. But not the Old Testament. I think they fuck with the Old Testament. I think you have to if you believe... Uh, you were you were 
taken out of this land, you got to at least fuck with Exodus. You know do what they I mean? believe in Jesus? They do. They really fuck with Jesus. In fact, they believed for a long time, uh, one of their, their original leaders claimed that Jesus would return to the earth in the year 2000, that he would basically like show up on a slice of heaven uh, and descend from the skies. And then that didn't happen. And then they turned into these dudes who were like, I'll beat your ass though. <laughs> like I said, there's so much I like. <laughs> there's so much I like from this rich culture. But so again, the Talmud, the Bible, Freemasonry is another part of it. And this is my favorite part. They also include a little bit of polygamy in their shit. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, these dudes are trying. Yeah, of course. They they can take up to seven wives in their in their practices. How many jobs can they take? Nah, that's not important. Those wives <laughs> are at the core of what they're trying to get. Man, this shit, it's it's like you ever talk to somebody and they're like, I'm just like spiritual. And then they, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they refuse to pick a discipline within that. Yeah. So then they just get to be like, well, like, I believe in Hindu, but also Buddha. And it's like, they don't even believe in each other. Like, you got to like. Yeah. Because what's your what's your through line? What is your theological through line? Well, apparently there's an old version of Judaism or at least like Judaic culture, I guess. I don't want to attribute it specifically to Judaism, but that did have polygamy cooked into it. And they're just like, hey, we doing that again. OK, but outside the pussy thing, I mean, everything else that they're talking about. Yeah, no, there isn't. It's just sort of like we like this part. This part sounds black. We fuck with this. What's up? And it's like, and I think in that, it sounds like that's like damaging because now you're making like willfully ignorant people, right? I I guess so, or at least very uh, strategic Olivia Pope motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Where they're, <laughs> they're just being real careful to get everything they want out of this situation. Which is, I guess they finessed a spot in Israel. Which seems yeah, beautiful. And Israel's real nervous to kick them the fuck out. So what's up? You know what I mean? So I guess it worked. It you know what it is? This is a small scale business that can't this is a small business that can't scale to a corporation. They they definitely won't ever scale to a corporation, but but the fact that they made themselves a mom and pop shop last this long is pretty impressive. Exactly. You're selling pies out of out you're selling plates out of your kitchen. But you're probably not ever going to be like an Applebee's. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, I guess let's go to break and think. Yeah, about we'll this. take a break. <laughs> we'll keep talking about these black Hebrew Israelites and more. My mama told me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. People who were in slavery wish that they had curbside service at Applebee's. Yeah, Those we're back. Disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. We're back. We're back with more more Black Hebrew Israelite talk and more my mama told me we're still discussing the possibility that these these uh these black people will never in fact own an Applebee's. And by black people we mean the the people who were I guess the the promised Hebrews of these of, specific Israeli black people. Yeah, these other specific, black people you can do it. You can you can own a franchise. You have that potential. You, I believe in you. Get one in the mall. Yeah, come on. But a nigga in a cape on the <laughs> on the street yelling at people. I don't think it's possible. No, nah, man, happening. you're a long ways away. Maybe one of your seven <laughs> wives will sign for it. <laughs> yeah, you got to merge all your credit together, and we maybe are... maybe you'll get an Applebee's. But I don't think it's gonna last. No, it's tough because they don't. You, you're gonna go off menu. You got these guys. Are gonna, <laughs> that is a, that is sliders. another sort of issue that they face because somebody was doing a deep dive into their community, and one of the things that they demand is uh, vegetarianism. They're they're super big on like we don't eat meat. We we're strictly vegetarian. But then there's been like claims of their children being malnourished and and uh, their community in general sort of being, you know, unfairly treated, not necessarily treated in the best conditions. And part of their claim is like, hey, it's hard to feed a baby on vegetarian shit. You, oh, no. you know, the baby going to be skinny. What you want from us? We, titty we milk is, is is you can give them titty milk. I don't. I don't know uh, why they <laughs> why they won't, or or if their titty milk just ain't good. I I don't know what's happening here. Can you can you feed a strong baby off of vegetable titty milk? I think you can. I think vegetables are enough to make a strong baby, but I do think you also have to be supplementing. Like I don't think you can just 
it, I, I don't think, you know, because everything that you the the mother is being nourished with then transfers to the baby. Right. So if you're not being careful with your diet, you can raise a sickly baby off of just the titty milk. All right. You hear that, ladies, who are just eating leafy greens while you're busting the titties out. Also get some chops in there. Get some chickpeas. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Don't you, you know what I mean? Morningstar Farms does a lot of great meat supplements. <laughs> so one of the things that I think is worth discussing before we we end this bad boy is, and this is a feeling I had as I was reading about all of this shit and sort of like doing my bullshit research on all of it, is that it feels like it speaks to a problem of allowing anyone to lay claim as the quote unquote chosen people or the correct mm-hmm. interpreters of a, a piece of scripture. Do you know what I mean? I think definitely. I mean, that's what comes to mind when I think about this kind of thing. And that's why I asked the question of before, of like, does it matter? Because if you are like, I don't know, I feel like, and I'm not like a Bible scholar or anything like that, but if you're following these texts from what they say, especially the New Testament, the, the aspect of a chosen people does not seem all that important. No, it doesn't. And it also is beyond the black Israelites. It's the danger of what what we're seeing already happening in Israel in relation to the Palestinian people. Right. That like this is a group of people who are like we are chosen based off of this old ass book. And therefore, you need to get the fuck up out of here when in fact, like, hey, bro, anybody could claim that they're chosen based off of their reading of this thing. And in fact, we're watching a bunch of black people from America do the exact same thing you're doing and you're calling it crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It is crazy what they're doing though. Yeah, it is. Black people. Not the, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm talking about, I'm talking about those crazy blacks. (laughs) Don't cancel me. <laughs> it, but it is. It's all crazy to, it for is, anybody really crazy. to be citing thousands and thousands year old sort of like scriptures, many of which have been sort of like tweaked and changed for individual like, you know, fucking leaders and, and, and demagogues. Uh, also, I hate that it all goes back to this one strip of land. There's so much extra space that you should... Have you been to Montana? It's beautiful. Big sky country. Claim that. If they don't go to Chicago. Look, man, if y'all don't fuck around and go make a new Asgard and leave this shit alone, you know what I mean? That place is sewn up. There's there's too many people trying to get, just go to a bar down the street. Yeah, you got to try something else, man. It's not that popping. No, I don't think, it seems not worth it to me. No. I'm not trying to shit on Israel. I just mean there's a lot of open, there's a lot of open land other places. Listen, I love a Jerusalem salad, but come on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet green right down the street, man. You gotta, you gotta try it. It's pretty good. I believe you. I listen. I also, I enjoy hummus. (laughs) Oh, I like your pronunciation. Yeah, that's how I do it. You know what I mean? I love olives and the oil that they provide. (laughs) But, uh, It just just, doesn't seem worth it to me. This juice doesn't seem worth the squeeze. No, I don't think so either. I think think at best what we can acknowledge is that everybody is bugging with their deep want 
to sort of like take over these spaces and maybe we just all have to to chill the fuck out. I think we got to chill out. There's a lot of land other places. You know Well, what I, mean? I think we solved the conflict here. I think I, I just think, don't I worry that now I'm going to get run up on by some dude in a purple robe. Oh, I think we're you and I put ourselves in direct line of fire Damn for it. this. As soon as the motherfuckers get uh headphones, we're done. <laughs> 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 so we got like 10 more years yeah they're they're not a headphone technology no, yet. Still... nobody tell them don't don't snitch. tell them. if you tell on us i'm so pissed oh you're a fuck you're a fuckhead if you tell yeah, us. you won't get any of that devil coon merch <laughs> you, t- you tell on us <laughs> well i think we did it i think I we did about it I, I think good. we did everything we could. Bori, could you tell the people where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? You can find me at Cool Guy Jokes 87 on Instagram. Uh, Minnesota, I'm going to be doing the 10,000 Laughs Comedy Festival, headlining a show October 7th, maybe. You know, just go to my Instagram and, and you'll find out. Fuck yeah. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman on on all platforms. And I'm sure I'll have new shows coming up. Who knows? (laughs) Just follow me and find out. And as always, if you want to send your own theories, if you want to send us your drops, if you want to tell us how anti-Semitic this podcast was and how we're going to Jewish people don't have hell, but wherever something punishment related happens for for people who don't like jews you can send it to my mama pod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and that's that's about all bye bitch Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% 
10% off today.